Hi, pals. It's Blaine Hill coming to you from the Lake Murray Presbyterian Church in the sanctuary again. This is Thursday, the 13th of August, 2020, and I'm glad to be with you today. I'm going to read to you a passage from the Apostle Paul, again from Philippians. Had a lovely Bible study this morning. If you'd like to be a part of that on Thursday mornings at 10 o'clock, we would love to welcome you. We are currently reading through the whole, the whole, like it's big. We are currently reading through Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. It is, um, in some ways, one of the easier pieces of the New Testament to read. This is what he has to say. If anyone has reason to be confident in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day, a member of the people of Israel, a tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew born of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness, righteousness under the law, blameless. Yet, whatever gains I had, these I have come to regard as loss. Because of Christ. More than that, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish, in order that I might gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through faith in Christ and the righteousness from God based on faith. Paul here is in the midst of a robust argument. He's saying he doesn't have any confidence in the flesh. Today, if we say the flesh, if we say it at all, we probably mean indulging the desires of the body. Uh, If you were driving down Interstate 26 towards the coast, towards the beach, and you saw a giant billboard uh, that said flesh, uh, you would know that that was an advertisement for someplace that was probably immoral and had to do with sex. Um, That's not what Paul's talking about. Not exactly. Paul is talking about those qualities of life that we boast in, that we achieve for ourselves. In his case, it has to do with his legacy in his tribe, in his people group, his holding to one of the strictest reading of the rules and regulations of God's people, he boasted in his standing because of these things. And then the Apostle Paul had an encounter with the resurrected Jesus. And his life was transformed. The things that he once saw as gain, you could think about it in terms of a, think of a checkbook. It's a little old-fashioned or a balance sheet. Everything that he used to think of as a gain in the plus column, things like his religious standing, his good works of the law, his attacking the people that he thought weren't doing religion right. He saw all of those things in his plus column for his religious standing, his standing in righteousness. 
And then he had this encounter with the resurrected Jesus. You can read about it in the book of Acts. Basically, he was struck blind and then given his sight back. And he heard the voice of Jesus. It's a mystical, strange experience. But each of us can have some encounter with Jesus, usually through his word. At any rate, Paul had this encounter with Jesus, and everything that he thought was a gain was moved into the loss column really moved out of the accounting columns together and thrown into the trash. All of the things he had bragged about, all of the reasons he had to say, I have good standing in front of God, he just realized that they didn't do many good and were worthless because he had been given his place before God, his place in God's kingdom as a gift, given it as a gift through Jesus, through faith. All of that may sound a little abstract, but I had a conversation today uh, with a dad. I was calling some people in this church. This father has uh, three beautiful young daughters. And uh, so I called him up, was just checking in with people, as I try to do from time to time, uh, making a pastoral visit over the phone. Asked, how are things going? How how are you holding up? And he said, you know, really things are going very well. He has good work, steady work, and so he's able to pay bills. And they have found, because of the coronavirus, this is not something they would have planned, that they spend more time together as family. And it's interesting, he said, we actually spend more, are able to worship together more easily. And if you stop and think, that makes perfect sense. If, If you've ever tried to get couple of kids to church on a Sunday morning. It, it turns into a rodeo uh, or a three-ring circus. There's just so much going on, and at any minute, it can all go off the rails. A kid gets sick. Uh, so there's some accident. It's just so hard to get all three young children moving in the same direction. But strangely, because of this coronavirus, they were able to sit down and Through some electronic means, either YouTube or Facebook, they're able to worship together. Even if they travel, they can still tune in and worship together. It was was good to hear. But this is what was really worth hearing, is he said, I never would have guessed that getting rid of so many things would have been such a, a good thing for my family. But it has caused them to reflect on what's really important, being together as family, looking after and spending time with their kids and the kids with their parents. So many things it seems that he once counted as gain now really aren't worth very much to him anymore. That's the kind of transformation that the Apostle Paul experienced and is holding out to the church in Philippi and to us. In a sense, what the Apostle Paul is asking us to do is to look at the things in our life that we count as a gain, as a plus, the things that we count to our profit, and also to consider the surpassing glory of Jesus Christ, the one who had all the splendor of heaven and set that aside in order to become human, even to become a slave. And once we look at Christ and look at all those things we might count as gain, our accounting is going to change. All those things we aspire for, perhaps we won't have to exhaust ourselves pursuing them. We won't have to wear ourselves out seeking things 
that won't benefit us or the people we love. So I encourage you to maybe reflect and think about the accounting of your life. What do you hold as a gain? What should you count as a loss once you see the endless love of God for you through his son, Jesus Christ? Well, I hope that gives you something helpful to reflect on and to know God's love for you. Let's take a moment and pray together. And I hope to see you soon one way or another. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would be able to account well and wisely for the features of our life. That we would not be drawn in by the false illusions of this world, counting things as priceless that are worthless. We pray that you would help us clearly see the love of Jesus for ourselves and for the world. And that we might apply ourselves to the things that are of eternal worth. Love, and mercy, and justice. We pray this all in Christ's name. Amen.